Welcome to the Spotlight Series Podcast. I'm your host, Slick Sean. Man, I got the dopest gig in the world. I get to have conversations with entertainers and entrepreneurs and listen to their inspiring stories. You can stream the podcast at spotlightseries.net, watch on Roku TV, Facebook Watch, IGTV, and listen on all podcast platforms. In a world full of darkness, the spotlight is on you. Tasha, did you know Geico could save you hundreds on car insurance and a whole lot more? So what are you waiting for? Hip-hop group tag team to help you plan dessert? Ah, uh, French vanilla, rocky roll, chocolate, peanut butter, cookie dough. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. What's good, world? This is Slick Sean, host of Spotlight Series Podcast. I got a special guest today. This brother don't need no introduction. Half of the hip-hop duo tag team, responsible for multi-platinum hit song, Whoop, There It Is. This brother's an actor, voiceover talent as well, and airs on the Geico commercial, Scoop, There It Is. Welcome, DC, the brain supreme. Sprinkle! <laughs> <laughs> Make sure y'all wake this morning. Yeah, on? we woke. Yeah. We want to thank you for coming on to the podcast, taking mm-hmm. time out your busy day. Hey, man. It don't stop. No, I enjoy doing this, man. You know, this is a, this is a blessing being able to talk to you folks like this, right? And I just appreciate y'all having me on. Yeah, appreciate you likewise. Mm-hmm. So uh, this the whole Geico commercial, man. How did how did it pop off, man? Tell me how that came about. All right, so there's a backstory to that, right? Um, I think it was 2011. I'm working at uh working at Stroker, you know, I've been DJing Strokers for years, and uh, I get a call, you know, at the front door, and they're like, "DC, you gotta come to the front door." There's this woman on the phone for you, and I'm like, "Man, if y'all don't take a take a take a number, take a message," like she will knock you off the phone. I was like, "Which one of these heifers I don't." <laughs> thinking like that i'm like wait a minute so i go to the front I'm like look who is this and she's like i need to talk to you i was like look you gotta call me in the morning because the record about to go off and i don't even know why you you know but she called me in the morning the next morning on sunday and um she she told me who she was she was a reporter from the new york times right and she was like dc have you heard the Go- have you read the gawker article and i was like no she's like the whole world thinks that barack obama was in your video Right. And I was like, what? How did you even find me? She was like, it was very hard, my friend, but I found you. And that whole week we did press. I mean, the whole world, you know, they was trying to find anything bad about that dude back then. And, and, and everything blew up. And we did a week with all the major networks, ABC, CBS, NBC. We did Stephen Colbert. We did uh, CNN, Jeannie Most. It was just, just, just bananas that week until they figured out it wasn't him. It was L.A. Snow. They took one frame of the video and it looked exactly like young Barack Obama. It was funny. (laughs) But I was disappointed at the end because I felt like I had missed money, right? And I did miss money because I didn't have a web presence. We didn't have, you know, the social life we should have, even though that was the beginning of it. And I vowed that that would never happen again. And that's what started my SEO career, search engine optimization. Uh, website building, um, you know, the ability to get on the first page, any page I want in Google. And, 
you know, back then you type in tag team, it was all wrestling. But you type in tag team today, it's all tag team because it took me 10 years to get to this mastery, right? So I get a call from my acting agent. Hey, DC, you booked a Geico commercial. It's like, don't play with me. Don't, don't, don't play with me. I didn't even audition for a Geico commercial. She was like, no, you booked a Geico commercial. They wanted tag team. And I was like, oh, okay. They went to the website, got the number. Let me go check the tag team phone. So I checked the tag team phone. It was a message from Geico. And then they, I didn't answer the phone. So they went to my IMDB. And because I laid everything out and laid good breadcrumbs across the universe, they found my acting agent on my acting portal. And talk about synergy. It was like, I let my act, my agents make the deal, right? And it is the most lucrative deal I've ever made in my life. And it just goes to show you that, you know, there are no things in your life that are just happenstance. If you don't quit, things will happen later on, right? And that's the perfect example. I studied SEO forever. And because I laid it out that way, I was able to be found. Now that's, you know, that's simple. They probably would have been able to find me, but you got to make it easy for people to find you because they might've had four other people that they were thinking about. And they'd be like, man, they don't even got their stuff together. Let me go with the other group, right? Or go with another group and they'll go with another uh, pitch or whatever. So that's how that happened. And once we made the deal, then I really knew I had work to do because you get a Geico commercial, you're on tour forever. And we're in the middle of a pandemic. So I'm like, man, the salt and pepper did theirs in 2014. They hadn't stopped till the pandemic. And I'm like, we ain't gonna be able to do no shows. But I'm like, but you know what though? I'm not gonna just sit around and be happy. I got a Geico commercial. I'm gonna take these lemons, make some lemonade, make me a lemonade company, franchise it, sell it for $20 million. That's my mindset, right? So I started training for, uh, I started preparing for the commercial because I'm an actor, right? And I could have just showed up and said, what we doing? But I was like, mm -mm, this is special. I got to get the most I can get out of it. So I wanted to go in with four or five things to go to the director with, you know, pitches to kind of make that commercial, you know, pop and make it our own. And, um, you know, we had our production meeting the night before. And I went to the director, I was like, hey, man, I got some ideas, man. What's up? And he was like, man, whatever you want to do, DC. And I was like, cool. I said, well, I tried to get this spin and scoop made, a fabrication, couldn't find a fabricator. He was like, no, 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 it'll be done tomorrow. I was like, word. All right. I was like, I know kids love sprinkles. I don't know why. So I want a bunch of sprinkles there because I'm trying to do this salt-based sprinkle thing. And I'm trying to do this ode to LeBron James sprinkle, about to do a sprinkle food fight, about to do all the sprinkle stuff. He's like, DC, there will be a truckload of sprinkles there. And then, you know, being from Atlanta and from the South, you know, I, we had to do the Yeek ATL, right? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I realized that, you know, nobody really knew what we were doing. If you don't know the Yeek, because we were behind the counter, but if you know the Yeek, you know what we was doing. And all these things that the director made us do, we shot it that day, had a ball. They probably could have made five commercials out of what we shot. And those are the things that made this commercial special, right? The sprinkles and the just just the just the tag team party fun aspect. Because every time I DJed at a party in this city, it was going down, right? And 
you know, that's first and foremost. Can you rock a party? Can you move a crowd? And that's what we tried to do with this commercial. And when it dropped, I was like, word. Because I was trying to find anything I could find with it, but I couldn't find fault. The only thing I could find when they showed it to us for the first time was my finger was off beat by a half second pointing at the ice cream. It was like, boy, if you don't get out of here. But <laughs> it, it was all good. And the beautiful part of this whole thing is that it changed my life in ways that I could have never imagined because, you know, I'm a hustler. You know, I play offense. I don't give up. If I start something, I finish it. And, you know, people will always tell me things that I can't do. And people will always hate on you. And people will always be salty at what you're trying to do. But you can't get, you know, you can't be in your emotions about that. You got to keep on going. You can't listen to nobody. So I was like, what am I going to do? And, you know, I said, I'm going to get me a publicist and blow up acting and voiceover. So I tried to get a publicist and they were like, well, we don't know what we want to do. And, we, you know, we usually do a junket in New York and we do this, and we, but we're in a pandemic and everybody's working from home and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, all right, cool. And here go the hustle thing, right? You know, I call, I call him a learn to learn hustle tactics. Whenever I get stuck, somebody tells me something I can't do, there's something I want to learn about, I join the organization because organizations are filled with people who are expert in a certain profession. And they're in that organization to make that profession better and innovate. And they've been doing it 10, 20, 30, 40 years. So I joined the Public Relations Society of America. So I'm going to be my own damn publicist. Right. And yeah. two days in, I'm on a podcast on the Zoom cast and the CEO of this big PR firm's guest. And I raised my hand. I'm like, our press release is relevant because, you know, I do my due diligence. I got my stuff together and I know they're relevant, but I want to hear what they got to say. And they're like, well, what's it for? I'm like, well, kind of featured in this National Geico commercial called Scoop. There it is. And I'm looking at the chat. And they're like, wait a minute. Is that him? <laughs> No, nah, that ain't. It is him. <laughs> my God, what's he doing here? Hey, man, I love that commercial. My kids love that commercial. My dog love that commercial. My cat love that commercial. Everybody love that commercial. This is a great commercial. The moderator eyes getting big. She's like, all right, we 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 like to welcome DC to the organization Georgia chapter. And but back to this question, our press release is relevant. And the CEO gets on and says, yes, because the whole last year has been every story's been about COVID. Every story has been political. Every story has been doom and gloom. And here you guys come throwing sprinkles, spinning scoops, dancing in DC, your smile just lights up the world. And I was like, whoa. And she was like, not only is that press release gonna work, but you can go here to get in front of all the TV talk shows. You can go here to get in front of all the publicists. You're gonna go here to get in front of all the podcasts. You're gonna go here to get in front of all the journalists. You're gonna make sure your pitches is this. She gave me the entire breath of her expertise and her game in 10 minutes. And I have not looked back and it has opened doors for me that I could have never thought possible, never imagined. And it's the reason that you and I are talking right now, right? Yeah. Because I basically have my own PR firm because I do this every day. And this is, this is right here. This is, this is the goal. This is the, this is the hustle now. Because now I realize that in combination with SEO and PR, I can get in, fr in front of anybody I want to get in front of. So when I do, you know, when I'm on a Tyler Perry episode, A House of Pain, I can do a press release and the world gonna know. 
because basically a press release is a Trojan horse for me, right? So this is learn how to learn. These are hustle tactics that I've developed over the years, being in these streets of ATL, doing my thing and getting this paper, right? But now it's on a whole nother level because, you know, I'm able to get in places that people can't go, but, or people would even think about, right? So that's what the Geico commercial did for me. And, you know, it's coming back. We about to do a big giant whole, just, it's about to be bananas. I can't even talk about it. Yeah, There's yeah. things I want to talk to you about. I'm under, I'm under non, non-disclosure agreements. I can't even talk about it. Yeah, That's yeah. how much the PR did for me. And when I dropped that press release, that was Super Bowl week. I dropped it on a Wednesday. I get a call from the Dan Patrick show on Thursday. I'm on the Dan Patrick show, national TV on Friday. Dope. Two weeks later, I'm on the Tamron Hall show, national ABC daytime because of a press release. That press release got me more than I could have ever imagined. Then I dropped the press release because we were the grand ma- grand marshals of the Talladega 500 NASCAR race. Mm-hmm. All we had to do was make a video saying, gentlemen, start your engines, but we did it so hype and so fly. Yeah. I dropped that press release. I ended up signing with one of the biggest voiceover agencies in the world that week, right? And it just keeps going and going and going. And not only does, did I realize that the press release does all that, but now I know that it supercharges social media because I buy the big package. So now I can take that and blow the hell up out of social media and it comes back to me, right? Learn how to learn. Yeah, y'all ain't ready for my hustle. I promise you. Yeah, you definitely, definitely got that hustle, man. And, and when you bring up press release that you're right, man, the press releases are, they are important. And like you said, they leave breadcrumbs. Yeah. And they find you. That's how I found you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, podcast, uh, I think it's a podcast guest. Podcastguest.com. Uh, yeah. Right? Like, you know, I, I couldn't said, believe it. I said, let me buy, let me do every platform right? Let me buy the biggest package every platform has so I can see what works and what don't work. I've been the guinea pig for everybody, right? So now I can put everybody on game like, nah, don't mess with that. That's too hard. Don't mess with that. That's too, that ain't, they ain't, they don't got it right. But podcast guests, you know, a lot of people are like, well, you know, podcast guests, you just be getting any old body. I said, but that's the beauty of it. You want, it, it ain't about any old body. We all the same. You know what I'm saying? If I could, Get on somebody's podcast and touch their readers and touch them and, and, and put them on game. That's my responsibility because I don't been in the game. People don't want to hear what I've read in a book. They don't want to hear what you don't read in a book. They want to hear what you've been through. And they want, and if you come through on positive thing after positive thing after positive thing, now you got them. Now you're making people's lives better. That's what it's about because I give what I want first. And when I give what I want first, I get 10 times more in return. Right, I don't think about it. It ain't no quit pro quo. If I do this, then I get that. No, you don't plant a seed and then sit down, look at the seed, be like, all right, seed, grow. Come on, seed, grow. Grow, this seed ain't working. Man, this seed don't work, I quit. Now, you know, that's far-fetched, but we know people who think like that. Girl, I'm gonna take this real estate class and I'm gonna be rich. I thought you was gonna take that real, yeah, well, you know, it ain't. it wasn't for me. Right, uh-uh. there is no quit pro quo. You plant them seeds, you keep it moving. You yeah. play offense because you don't know what type of seed that is. You don't know how long it's going to take to grow. You don't know what it is. 
until it come back and hit you in the head because you planted it. That's why I said, when I planted that SEO seed, it came back and served me with the Geico thing. You don't know what it is. You just let it, you just put stuff out in the universe and you nurture it and you keep going. And if you keep going, those seeds, and, it, and it's crazy because I realized I've laid so many seeds in my lifetime that at this point right now, I'm standing before y'all in a forest opportunity that is blowing me away. I'm getting hit by branches, leaves falling on me, monkeys in the tree. I mean, it's just <laughs> banana. That is all due to hustle. Not quitting. Yeah. Playing offense and keeping it moving, man. And, you know, learn how to learn. So I don't mean to, I don't mean to get all TD Jakesy on y'all, but hey man, that's what I'm about. It's my responsibility. I've been in the game for 30 years. You know what I mean? And I've been blessed. Why wouldn't I? Like people Absolutely. trip out like, man, you be just giving everybody just everything. And I'll be like, yeah, but don't you be afraid that somebody's like, no, because being in them clubs, Magic City, Atlanta Live, Cobalt Lounge, Strokers, all the biggest clubs in this in this city's history for the past 30 years. I was a hustler, but I know you in these streets, people is watching your hustle, right? Mm -hmm. And they're going to take your hustle. And people are like, aren't you worried about people taking a hustle? I'm like, no, because I got 10 hustles in the hole. So when you be like, ha ha, I got your hustle, I'd be like, cool, I'm proud of you. Mm -hmm. You can have that hustle. But here's my next hustle. Catch me if you can. Yeah. Because you don't even know what to do with that hustle you just stole it from. And by the time you right. steal it from me, it's obsolete. Mm -hmm. Because I don't nurture these hustles in the hole. And then some of these hustles, I can do four or five at a time. So I'm gonna leave you just confused, like, damn, still making money. How are you making money? Like, uh, it's preparation, right? You have an idea and you start preparing for it. And then all those hustles lead to other hustles. What I did in the club game in Atlanta, I would really start at all of this. I, I, I said, I'm not gonna be taken advantage of again, financially, business-wise, whatever. Cause I went through some legal stuff with the record company. So that started my career as being, you know, I'm not even gonna say entrepreneur, just started my career not being a dumbass, right? <laughs> and I just said, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm a, I'm a run my life like a corporation. It's that simple. If you live your life like that, learn how to learn and just keep it moving and don't expect nothing in return, things will happen for you. What's next for you? I, hey, I don't know. But see, that's the whatever comes preparation, right? Yeah, you prepare. Some could come left field, but I'm prepared for it, right? Yeah, because I've set it up, right? So, you know what? I through them press releases and through all that stuff, I throw stuff in the universe. Like, I had a big meeting with my agents, and they're like, "DC, what do you want to do?" And I was like, "I'm happy what y'all do for me, being humble." DC, nah, what you want to do? I'm like, nah, y'all good, y'all good. Like, DC, what is your bucket list? I was like, ah. That's a different question. I'm like, I want to be in the Mandalorian. I want to be in Star Wars universe, live action or animation. I want to be in Marvel movies. You know what? I want five lines with the rock. You give me five lines with the rock. Right. I'm exactly. good. I want to, I want small parts in big movies. I don't gotta be a star. I just want to work, right? Mm -hmm. And when you start throwing stuff out there, you start coming back. I start throwing these things out there like December, January. Now I'm auditioning for Star Wars animation movies. Now the world is coming back to me. You don't know when it's going to come back to you, but you throw so much, so much stuff out there, it's always coming back to you. Yeah. You know, yesterday we did, we was on, we just started a relationship with WWE Rest. They want to yeah. put us on in a way that's going to be so Ooh. damn lucrative. Ooh, I know it, it is. is. Got to do with like I might be the ring announcer because I do the voiceover because I can do this, right? 
yeah. I might be, you know, I might do their, you know, WWE live this Wednesday. I might do that for them, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm cold with it. Because I've been putting in work. That's all you got to do is put in work and you're going to look, look up one day. You'll be like, man, I'm kind of cold with it. So oh, I see you fire on that grill, too. Huh? You got some cooking skills, man, that looks oh, yeah, pretty yeah. pretty like, dope, they bro. Pitch me, they pitched me for a cooking uh, commercial. Not commercial, but a cooking show. Right? And I know it's going to work because I just can't talk about it, but I know it's going to work because it's a cooking show like ain't nobody ever done. It ain't going to be one of them cooking shows where it's like, you know them cooking shows. I can't even, I'm not even going to put no shade on them because I'm not judging nobody, but mm-hmm. I know how I want mine to be. Right? And it's going to be like, Oh, that's entertaining. And that's how you do that? Okay, cool. Just simple stuff. Yeah. Teach people how to cook, man. You know, teach people. I mean, how did how, how somebody don't taught you how to cook? Well, hey, do you see how you cook rice? Well, there's a couple ways you can do it, but this is the best way I know how to do it. And you just show them. And now somebody can cook rice perfectly forever. Right? Cause it'd be yeah. it'd be little stuff like that. Little stuff. You might yeah. have some good. You might have some good. Made some good. Uh, smothered chicken, but the rice ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The rice too mushy. Oh, right? You know what I'm saying? Like that. That don't. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. The rice ain't seasoned and it's bland. Come on now. This is how you do the rice for anything you want to do. It's all good. Yeah. Right. Like I lost a hundred pounds because I re-engineered food. Cause I I did keto. And it was cool at first because it was like, oh, man, I'm losing weight like crazy. But then it was like I hit a wall and it was like, I want some fried chicken. And I had to re-engineer it. And I was like, and everybody's telling me, well, you can't do it. Like, get an air fryer. I ain't want to do no air fryer. Fried in, fried in olive oil. Because olive oil is the good oil, right? There's two good. It's fish oil, olive oil, and coconut oil. I can't stand coconut and the smell of it. So I would use coconut oil, but I can't stand the smell of it. So I use olive oil. And, you know, everybody's like, well, everybody comes over with an excuse. Well, olive oil burns. It has a high burning point. So you can't use that. I was like, yes, I can. Because as soon as I finish frying that chicken, I got a big vat with a cone and a strainer and filters and I filter that grease and now I get 15 fries out of one jug of grease right one jug of olive oil that's not burnt but every time I fry it it gets more seasoned mm-hmm. about time 10 I don't even got to season the chicken my goal it's not even a goal it's just my responsibility is to talk to people about the things that I've been through and put people on game about the things I wish somebody had talked to me about when I was a young man right and that's my responsibility and that's that's what I do. So, yeah. and I want to appreciate, I want to really thank you guys for bringing me on because I learned more by running my mouth. I figured things out by running my mouth, right? Yeah. I've got like four or five ideas today just by running my mouth there in my head, but yeah, it's like different ways, different approaches, different tactics mm-hmm. by just looking at how y'all listening to me, you know, doing these podcasts, I do four or five a day. You I know you do. You practice this, you practice that. They have you practice meeting different people. That's why when they say you want to do the main one, like it don't even matter because I've learned how to take these podcasts. I could take a podcast and it's getting to the point where I can blow you up and blow me up because I know SEO, right? Mm-hmm. So I can take your podcast, add schema to it, schema markup, and if I do it right. Now you're gonna you're gonna your podcast is gonna be on pages that got to do with me and pages that we wanna be on. And now the world is seeing that podcast and like, hmm, I wonder what that podcast is. And now you're gonna get more listeners. I'm gonna get more social media hits. And and it's about engagement, not likes. 
Remember that's that correct. social media is about engagement, not likes. That's why people don't like social media because they think they got to go shake their booty so they can get some likes. And they think that's what it's about. And that's not what it's about. It's about it's engagement. It is for sure. Right? Like we are engaging. Mm-hmm. There are people who are going to look, going to look me up and say, what the hell he got going on? Cause that's engagement. Right? So, Hey man, I, I, I love to learn. This is my yeah. favorite thing to do. We want to thank you for coming through, man. I'm in Atlanta, man. I'm going to have to come through one of your events that you're doing, man. Uh, hit me up when you got yeah. something going on in the city, man. I'll pull up. But I appreciate y'all, man. Y'all have a great day. Man, we appreciate you, thank too. And in a world full of darkness, <laughs> the spotlight is on you. That's right. Oh, sprinkles. Word. <laughs> word, word. Thanks for watching Spotlight Series Podcast. I'm your host, Slick Sean. You can follow on Facebook, Spotlight Series Podcast, on IG, Spotlight.series1. You can stream the podcast at SpotlightSeries.net. Watch on Roku TV, Facebook Watch, IGTV, and stream on all podcast listening platforms. In a world full of darkness, the spotlight is on you.